Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. So today I'm speaking to Yauka Beimer, Director of Corporate Housing Factory. Yauka, tell us a bit about how you came to be working in the service department sector and how did Corporate Housing Factory come about? Um, I It started um, when um, I started worked for uh, Vesteda, one of the uh, largest uh, institutional real estate funds in the Netherlands. Um, and that's where I also Michael Berenson, uh, the other director of Corporate Housing Factory and I uh, met and we started the uh, uh, department corporate housing for that uh, real estate fund. Um, and I think it's a good combination because as you know, my background is uh, with, uh, within the hotel industry. Michael's background is uh, with um, uh, relocation. So I think those two uh, combined formed a, a perfect background to, uh, to start uh, in the service department uh, industry. Um, and then in 2013, we did a management buyout. Um, and with a very small team, we uh, started corporate housing factory uh, based on the department uh, within that real estate fund. Um, and from there on, um, we, uh, we, st we started to grow. Mm -hmm. And you've also got um, a sister agency business. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, um, um, you're referring to uh, servicedepartments.nl. Um, I think two years, about two years later, we um, saw that a lot of our clientele, a lot of the requests uh, coming, um, we were not able to um, uh, uh, to serve, as in we were either uh, uh, fully booked or uh, they had a request for a city where we did not have any apartments. Uh, but instead of um, uh, telling no or you know just to say we don't we don't know, we uh, we started um, a service farm donor to be able to answer those requests and to actually solve a problem that the client had to. Um, uh, to be able to continue to help them, even though it wasn't our own apartments. Um, but I think that's also one of the um, uh, very strong points of service, service departments done now, is that we started to visit each and every apartment we put in our network so that we know at least that the clients could expect the same level of quality and the same level of service uh, we provide uh, at Corporate Housing Factory. Uh, and I think that was the start of uh, servicebottom.nl as we know it today. Um, and we still uh, visit all the apartments um, we, uh, we list. Um, and I think one of the other key elements is that, um, you know, it's a, it's a team of, of, of human, being, uh, human beings. It's a team of people working for people, um, but still supported by, uh, by technology. Uh, I think those elements combine a... Um, a um, fantastic product called the service department's done now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, how's the last year or so been for you in terms of COVID restrictions on your operations? How have you traded through it and has your guest demographic changed over that period? Um, well, I think, let me start, it was a challenging year, but I don't think I, uh, I, uh, I say something uh, uh, different than what you've heard in the industry. I mean, of course, I mean, if you're not able to travel, then all of a sudden it's gonna be quite difficult to um, to go from country A to country B. So yes, it has a huge impact, absolutely. And, and of course we had to be very smart with, uh, uh, you know, cost saving um, actions. Um, and 
I think, how did we manage to uh, keep them training? I think that because of the product we have, it's, it's, more, it's more residential uh, product we have that people, you know, they actually, they could go into quarantine in the apartments. They, it wasn't any different than staying home. The other thing is that they didn't own that home. Um, they were just our guests. Um, so a lot of extensions we saw back in that, uh, in that um, uh, with, during the first lockdown. Um, but also the, I think the security and the knowledge that people could come in safely um, and um, um, work from home, even though that home was then in the Netherlands and not somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is the demographic. Um, we saw an increase in pets. Um, that is, uh, I think that, that was something that we, we all saw. Um, I think the length of stay has, um, has increased, um, which, which I think is a very logical um, thing. Um, but also um, the, uh, um, uh, I said it, the, uh, uh, the way of transportation. So it used to be nine, nine times out of 10 uh, by, uh, by plane, but nowadays you see a huge increase in train and cars, which again, I think is also very logic seeing the, uh, uh, the travel restrictions. Um, and I, I think other than that, not too much of a difference. I mean, profile age is still about the same families or uh, singles. Um, and even though, because we did, we did a check on to see, is there a you know, focus on only European cities or, and actually the, um, um, uh, the cities where people were coming from were just literally still all over the world, which I think is a good thing. People really want to travel, they find a way. And you've recently teamed up with a concierge service called Welcome Home. What, what services will this partnership allow you to offer your guests? Well, I think that Welcome Home is, is I think, um, a logical next step in, um, um, in our services. So that means that a lot of the clientele we, uh, we serve are here to stay for a longer period, even though they're only staying for one, two, three, four months in, in, in one of our apartments. It's really that's the first landing, but as soon as they go on, um, they are you know they need um, uh, lifestyle services. So in order to be able to help them to make their landing into Amsterdam or Rotterdam or or the Hague um, even better, um, we teamed up with the Welcome Home, and they have a little bit more as we call it the um, um, the typical questions like um, a nanny service or help i need some advice on making a wise choice for a uh, school and not just the international schools actually especially the local schools we see that a lot more happening um but also to have um, you know to um, to become a little bit more local and familiarize with the actual area they're going to live in um, and i think that's a good i think it's a good combination and i think we help our clientele um even better yeah uh, and finally, Jauke, you currently operate units in four cities in the Netherlands. Um, are you looking to expand this portfolio? And if so, where are you looking at? Um, yes, absolutely. We, uh, of course, we, uh, we, we're always looking at our portfolio to, in order to keep it um, up to date. Um, and, uh, and, and yes, there's definitely a wish list to expand, not only in the cities we're, we're uh, already uh, operating in, but um, also to uh, take the steps you're going to Europe. So we're looking at 
various um, uh, European cities to uh, see if we can uh, start off right there. Any clues as to which cities they might be? Uh, I wish I wish I could give you some some more clues, but at this moment we're just uh, uh, we're going through the wish list, uh, and I think that I think also because of of of, of COVID, um, I think a lot of the projects are being delayed. So um, it would be wise just to wait, and uh, maybe when, next time I'm in London, I'm definitely able to to tell you more. Okay, look forward to speaking to you again, Yoko. But uh, thanks for your time today. Absolutely, you're welcome. Likewise, and thank you. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, head over to servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our twice-weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio. 